boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Why boys and girls? Well, because we have kids who listen. Well, not after that episode on the Saints getting butchered. Uh, or this episode, uh, which will probably be terrible. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this about heaven? Uh, who knows? No, who knows? no, no. Listen, listen. We, uh, we welcome episode. you to Pastors of Pain. Uh, just as a little reminder, uh, many of you are listening on uh, Sunday mornings at 930 on the radio, old-fashioned style, old school, as they would say, on uh, Pete 94.3 and AM 780 in Stillwater, Oklahoma, America. Um, and then some of you are listening on um, statewide Catholic radio, uh, where we're on. Uh, if there's Catholic radio in your area, which there's not in Stillwater, but we're working on soon it. Soon and very soon. Uh, that's on at 3.30 on Wednesdays. And then most of you probably listening via uh, podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple. Or pastorsofpain.com. We're over now over 30,000 downloads. That means 30,000 people bored. Every time I say that, Father Kerry's like, is that a lot? I don't know. It's about a hundred a day on the da- on the on the podcast. Whoa. About a hundred downloads a day. And we that's what we average. Jeez Louise. So when we release it like Sunday night, Monday morning, there's like an you know, a a, a bunch of people, a surge, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then yeah, each episode, you know, four, five, six, seven hundred. Really? People? Yeah. People don't just you're we're not just paying people to download this to make it us look paying good. Paying with what? We have no money. <laughs> if you hey, uh, there's some uh, there's people from California are sending you some dough to pay That's for, right. to pay for yes, the show. That's right. The two piece. Uh-huh. This is awesome. I love, I love this. I love them. Far and wide. Uh I wanted to give a shout out uh uh oh my gosh, who was I just talking to? Uh Oh man. I'm drawing a I'm drawing a blank. Hold on. Let's rewind this episode. No, it was... Oh, well, I, I think we mentioned uh, K- uh, Kayla Cuba's mom. We mentioned her the other day. Uh, so you're mentioning her again? Who was I just talking... I was just talking to somebody You were the talking other day. to no one. I don't know. Uh, okay, well, okay, so it's... it's, so it's what? It's, it's November. It's November. It's fall. And so, you know what I, I think we need to do more of during this fall? Guess it. Not pumpkin carving. Grilling? Not grilling. No. Oh. We need to have some more pho. Well, there's oh. no uh, okay. So still I'm gonna, water. This is Oklahoma. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start putting in. I love you. I love you, Stillwater. I mean, I love you. I love you. I love living here. I love your people. I love OSU. But there's a problem. No pho in this town. There is not a Vietnamese restaurant. Okay, there's a and that's a problem. Okay, so I have a student, and her parents own this restaurant, Pha Lin Hoa, H-O-A. In Oklahoma City. In Oklahoma City. And the pho is incredible. So w- this is what we're going to do. Pho does not travel well. Uh, it does in, in containers. So I'm going to get her to start bringing broth. Daily. No, a weekly broth. Like <laughs> dis- Really? Yes. Like, she goes down there, and yeah. She is this goes, really happening? I, I'm a... Uh, Oh. I'm going to put in an order. Oh, I met her parents last week. L-I-E-N-H-O-A. And the pho was incredible. It was delicious. I, I, it's better. Ooh. It may be better than pho ni in Tulsa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. Settle down. I, yeah. It's, um, it's yeah, not. Yeah, so this time, especially this time okay, of year yes. when it's cold outside. Yeah. Ooh, just a good hot Vietnamese soup. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anybody listening I out there? I think I'm done for the day. If just you uh, thinking about it, I, 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 I'm. So this is what I want to do more in November. I want to protest pumpkin spice. 
Because I'm kind of pumpkins just, uh, whoa, 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 are nasty. Let me, let me, let me okay. Let me, let me just go. Let me go on a rant I hate for a second. Pumpkins. Pho smells incredible. It's got meat and cilantro. It's got mint. It's got noodles. It's got the beef Ooh, broth. Rice noodles. Oh, when it when you it's got bean sprouts and peppers. And so in your house, there's this beautiful aroma. Pumpkin spice. Ah, uh, no. So if we could just turn Payne County pho, like we talked about, turn Payne County orange. Wasn't that our motto for homecoming? Turn Payne County orange? Yes. That was uh, the motto? What, it was not. It was something along those lines. I forget. Homecoming was five weeks ago. Something like that. And we yeah. lost, too. That's so, true. That's okay. Though. So now it's like marked in my brain forever. Anyway, also, November is All Saints. I, we had All Souls, too, which was November 2nd. All Saints, November 1st. All Souls, November 2nd. Yeah. You and you get celebrated mass for for the for the deceased and yes. and that's a, that's a catholic understanding that the 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 people who die are not dead they have souls that that are still alive because they're created uh, in the image and likeness of God. So their souls are going to be there forever. Yeah, our and souls so, are eternal. Yeah, and so we believe, you know, the Catholic understanding, which comes right out of the scriptures and out of the early church and out of the Jewish teachings on purgatory. So we, we celebrate masses, especially um, on November 2nd, for all the souls, all who have died, like All Hallows' Eve, All Holy Eve, which is the 31st, and All Saints is on the was on the 1st, and then All Souls is on the 2nd. So I don't do a lot of funerals. Like when I celebrate a a mass for the dead, I have to kind of like pay very close attention to it because, I mean, I've probably done ten funerals mm-hmm. in nine years as a priest. Mm-hmm. You know, like seventeen weddings a year. I'm I'm matching them, but I'm not burying them. So Dis- tell me, tell me, Father Brian O'Brien, <gasps> you how many how many funerals have you attended as a priest? Oh geez, I mean hundreds. Like, I mean, uh, is it like a hundred of them, or like f- I've been a priest for twelve and a half years. Like three hundred of them, maybe. Okay, so I, like, when you were at Bishop Kelly, I, and w- we worked there together. Yes, you, I, you would say, "Well, hey, I'm going to this funeral," and I said, "You're going where?" And you're like, "I'm going to this funeral of this family." I'm like, "Well, why?" And you're like, "Because I want to be there for this moment of their life." Yeah, so it's. I mean, so we would say that you know to bury to bury the dead is a uh, a corporal work of mercy, uh, to pray for the dead and and to bury them. So it, it, during my time at Bishop Kelly, I was not the main, we would call it celebrant of the funeral a lot of times because it was uh, I was not at a parish. I was at the high school, but it would be the par- the parent of a student, the grandparent of a student, sibling, you know, a te- maybe a, t- a teacher's spouse. parent or spouse or. Uh, but then also alumni. So in my time at Bishop Kelly, we had ten thousand. We have ten thousand living alumni. Stop, really? Um, oh, I am one. And you are one. There you go. And then, but you know, so frequently an, an alum would would die, and and even if I didn't know them, um, if I was able to, I would go to the funeral. Um, and so I think that that strikes people sometimes as as weird, especially people outside the, outside of the Catholic tradition. That oh, like, but you didn't know, but you didn't know them. Why would you go? To the funeral of somebody that you didn't know, okay. and the answer is to 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 pray for them. So one of my some of my favorite people at Saint Francis Xavier are people who come to funerals even when they don't know the person. 
And they okay. come, and it's a, it's a small little group, but everyone is welcome at any funeral. They come um, to, to pray for the dead. Right. And so this is a weird, so theologically, help, help us out here. What, what, we're, what does, we'll get into kind of what happens at a funeral, but like what, what does praying for the dead do? Like why do we do that? It would strike, I think, some people as odd. They've died. It's over. Why prayers for someone who's already died? Are you asking me? I'm asking. I'm asking. Oh, you're yeah. asking me. What's okay. Okay. So are the uh, our Catholic understanding and even the Jewish understanding is that you the souls eternal. You the said souls, yeah. souls eternal. It there's things that attach themselves to the soul. There's also uh, vices that per, the the soul participates in with the body and virtues as well. That the soul receives grace and also rejects grace. Uh, and, and so the, the intellect and the will, which are part of the mind, this is all directing them towards heaven, towards hell. Now, people who are on their way to, uh, on the way to, uh, to heaven are still going to be flawed. They're still going to make mistakes. They're still going to err in judgment. And as St. Paul says, I know the good I am supposed to do, but I do not choose it. I do not yep. do it. I mean, with that, we call that concupiscence. So there's still this attachment to to evil, to sin, the desire of it. So we, as we, uh, as a person nears death, we pray for them. We pray, as St. Paul says at the beginning of his letter, you know, he he's always telling people to pray for him, pray for him, pray for him, pray for well, him. Francis does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. And my question is, well, if there's only one mediator between heaven and earth, the God-man Jesus Christ, then why is St. Paul asking people to pray for him? Why doesn't he just say, hey, I've already asked Jesus to pray for me? Now, remember that it's this body of Christ, this living, breathing organisms. And so we pray for each other. And so we talk about the church in, in three ways. The church triumphant, the church militant, still marching in life, going on this journey, and the church purgatorially or still suffering. And it's that church, that body of Christ that is still connected to mm. all the others because we're all alive because God is the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the living and not and the, the dead oh, yeah, and yeah. not the dead, yeah. the God of the living and not the dead. And so when people die, we, we pray for them. We pray as we prayed for, you know, as your parents pray for their kids and like, Lord, take this sin out of their life. Lord, we ask you to, to help them stop doing this evil. We ask them for grace in their lives, that grace would take over, that they would respond to, to grace, would respond to the Holy Spirit. So we're asking the Lord for the same things. And when we offer Mass for them, it is, it is, that is salvation. That is, so we, can pray, we pray for people, but, but especially, uh, the, the, especially the, the Mass is a very... Uh, we would say efficacious uh, way of praying for people. The, that the mass is um, is 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 the most helpful thing we can do for someone who died um, is to have a mass celebrated for them. Yeah, because it is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so, how do you do that? So you call you call call a parish, call our parishes, call. Find a priest, uh, and and you can say, "I'd like to have a mass celebrated for the soul of," and we don't have to know who they are. We don't have to know them. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. I must know them in order to pray for them. 
Uh, we pray for the dead at every at every mass. Yeah, I have a whole um, list of people I yeah, pray for. Yeah, but especially at funerals. So there's this there's a there's a phrase that that gets used, and I'm not we're not trying to be, I'm not trying to be mean or uh, or sound sort of pretentious, and so I don't it, it may come off that way, and sometimes oh. that happens. But there's a phrase that gets used that we we don't use in the Catholic Church, and and it and it, I think sometimes we're afraid. We're afraid of death. We're afraid to talk about death. We're afraid even of the word funeral. Well, what is that phrase? Um, memento mortis. Memento mori is like to to keep. It, there's there's this great Catholic tradition of keeping death before your eyes, remembering that you're going to die. What's that line from the um, Franciscan Church in Rome? The yeah. So there's a there's this beautiful wonderful church in in Rome run by Capuchin friars. And the, there's 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 the church upstairs, which is you know it's uh, in Rome at least it's not a it's not something you'd get excited about, but down below it's in the crypt, cemetery, the crypt is basically built of out of the the bones of the friars that have come before, and there's a sign. There at the at the end when you when you walk through and you're and you're looking at like bo- the bones of dead monks, and it says at the end it says, "What you are now, we once were, and what we are now, you soon will be." That they are going, we are going to die. You are going to die. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. Ben Franklin, death and taxes. Right? <laughs> and so to to think about that, not to not to dwell on it or be consumed by it, but to think about it because when we think about our death, we we want to make the life we've been given on this earth, we want to make it worth living. A life worth lived. Okay. And so we're encouraged to think about your death frequently. Not necessarily the how and the when and the because you don't know. We know not the day nor the hour. Uh-huh. But but to keep death before our eyes so that the life we've been given, we make it we make it worthwhile. So there's a phrase that gets used a lot, and the phrase is instead of the word funeral, we use the phrase celebration of life. Okay. That this this person has died, and now we're going to celebrate their life. Now, is there anything wrong with that? There is not. Celebrating a person's life. There's nothing wrong with that. But what we sometimes miss, and I think it's because we're afraid of death. It's because we're afraid to talk about heaven and hell and judgment. We're, we like to talk about heaven, but we're afraid to talk <laughs> about hell and judgment and purgatory. We're afraid to think that somebody might die with sins still on their soul. Um, there's this idea of kind of, we were just like, you, kind of universalism. Um, that that everyone is everyone is saved, everyone is just it doesn't everyone goes everyone goes to heaven or, or instantly the other, or the other one is Jesus has taken away my all my sins past present and future yes and so which, which his death and resurrection have destroyed sin and taken away our original sin but we also then if he takes away our past present and future then I have no free will. Right. I mean, there's philosophical problems with yes. that statement. Maybe another topic for another oh, day. Yeah. But so, so at a funeral, when when somebody dies, whether they're Catholic or not, we we pray for their soul. Um, so I love at the this is that this is the at the end of a Catholic funeral. 
I have um, no idea what you're about to at say the very because end, I have done <laughs> At the very end, there's you. this beautiful prayer. It's called the Prayer of Commendation. So at the very end of the funeral, there's been readings, the, the homily, the, the, the Eucharist has been celebrated. And at the very end, we take uh, incense, right? So incense represents our, our prayers rising up to God, uh-huh. um, going by, all the way back to the Jewish temple. So we take incense— and we we incense the body um, while a, a, a particular song is being sung. We call it the song of the song of farewell. Saints of God, come to her aid. Hasten to meet her, angels of the Lord. May Christ, who called you, take you to Himself. May angels lead you to Abraham's side. So we're asking, we're begging God to take the soul of this person and and to bring him or her to heaven. So here's the prayer. It's called the prayer of commendation. And it says a lot about what we believe. I do remember, this is where they, the priest walks around and incenses the body? So it's after that. Okay. So right right before the incensing, the priest can say, typically will say something like, trusting in God, we have prayed together for Carrie. <laughs> and now we come to the last farewell. There is sadness in parting. But we take comfort in the hope. It's all very it's all very encouraging and positive. We take comfort in the hope that one day we shall see him again and enjoy his friendship. Although this congregation will disperse in sorrow, right? Death brings sadness, right? Mm-hmm. The mercy of God will gather us together again in the joy of his kingdom. Therefore, let us console one another in the faith of Jesus Christ. Okay, so not in each other. We console each other in the hope and the with faith that we'll see each other again. No. So then the incense happens. Can I ask you just yeah. like I I've never been to a celebration of life funeral. Yeah, yes you have. Okay, maybe I have and I didn't yeah. know what it was. So what's the difference? It's just, no, it's just it's not it's it, it, celebration of life is I think a phrase that people use to make death cleaner. Really? I think so. And so I'm not I I, I mean I sound critical of it no. and I guess I am a little bit it's just it's not it's not a Catholic term. Um, it's not okay. It's it's not something that we would do because it, it what it implies I think, uh, and maybe I'm reading it wrong. But what what I always take it what it implies is that we don't need to pray for this person's soul. So we take that totally out of it, and we make we make funerals more sort of tributes, uh, earthly accomplishments. Yes, and okay, so that's it's what all I think about you... where you worked. Which is not insignificant, you know. Your family significant. Where you worked significant. Activities um, in life. Activities you did, hobbies you had. Okay, all that makes you who you are. But when someone dies, what they need from us more than anything is they need our prayers for their soul, for their eternal salvation. And so we say in the, in the Catholic tradition, we that it's it's a it's a corporal work of mercy to pray for and, and to bury the dead. Corporal and spiritual works of mercy. Okay, and so when we deny that, or when we don't pray for people who have died, we're doing them a disservice. So here's the prayer: prayer okay. of commendation. Come on, into your hands, Father of mercies, we commend our brother Carrie. Wow. In the sure and certain hope that together with all who have died in Christ, he will rise with him on the last day. We give you thanks for the blessings which you bestowed upon him in this life. They are signs to us of your goodness and of our fellowship with the saints in Christ. 
Merciful Lord, turn toward us and listen to our prayers. Open the gates of paradise to your servant and help us who remain to comfort one another with assurances of faith until we all meet in Christ and are with you and with our brother forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Was that, did you use my name in there? I did. Oh. I just couldn't think of anyone else's oh, name. Oh, okay. So we're saying right off the bat, we're, we're, we're asking God, the Father of mercies, which, by the way, is also what we say in the confessional. God, the Father of God, mercies. God, the Father of mercies is, is, the, is the prayer of absolution. So we're, we're, we're asking God to be merciful to this person. We're <laughs> thanking God for the gift of this person's life. And then we're asking God once again to open the gates of paradise to this your servant, despite this person's imperfections, despite their their sins, whether they were many or or few, it is the Lord who who saves, and not us. So I just I don't want us wow. to lose our sense of of death being a death is a door through which we we are all going to walk. And I don't. I just don't want to lose that sense of praying for the dead. And so the church in this month of November encourages us, encourages us, encourages us to pray for those who have died um, with with sin, because that sin needs to be purged. That sin needs to be taken away, so that the person can go to heaven. Wow. Yeah. It's beautiful stuff. The Catholic funeral. If you've never been to a Catholic funeral, I, I, I recommend it. And again, and not like <laughs> as a, as like a person in a coffin, someone, or just as a bystander. I need someone to die so I can go to a funeral. Uh, it's just so beautiful. The symbolism, um, but it's so hopeful. I always leave. I, I I love going to Catholic funerals. Just in that, I always leave. Yeah, sad for the deceased. But but there's great there's great hope. I mean, the words, the word, the music. The, the symbolism is unbelievable. So at the beginning of a funeral, you know, we, we sprinkle the body. The coffin. The body's in a, in a casket yeah, okay. or, or cremated. Um, we sprinkle the, 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 the coffin or the urn as a reminder of baptism. Oh, we, right. have this, we light this big candle. We call it the Easter candle. We light this big candle as a symbol of the resurrection, Jesus the Paschal Lamb. Oh, it's the same candle from the Easter. Same season, candle right? that we use on, on Easter, all throughout the Easter season. What's that giant thing they put on top of the coffin? It's um, The Paul. Paul. Is that the same yeah. thing you put on the chalice? Yes. P-A-L-L is what it's called. So when then, then this, yeah, this Paul, this, this white garment goes over the, the casket as a reminder of, again, of your baptism. Oh, bring that, this white garment unstained into the kingdom of God. The prayer says it, right, baptism. right. Okay. So, so the, the 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 body is sprinkled, the casket is covered with this pall, uh, again all going back to a person's baptism, and then and then a crucifix is placed on or near the coffin, as a sign that this person is now united to the Lord in death. Right. There's just so much richness there. What and then for a deacon, like it's like the Gospels is the placed. Book of the Gospels, yeah, it's placed on top. What about a priest? I think the same. I haven't really been to a ton of priest funerals. I don't know. I know a priest typically is buried in his vestments. Oh, that's right. Jorge you're buried, was buried yeah, in his vestments. You're buried in a in a chasuble in an, in your alb. Whoa, that's pretty amazing. Okay, so the, the, uh, 
now that I've heard a bit about this, it, and, and we're talking just about like the differences, you know, theologically and kind of structurally to um, between a, like a celebration of life and a funeral, th- there seems to be a, a big difference. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, just structurally, you know, like w- the readings that are done. But I think also it sounds like what you're trying to draw out of this is that it, we shouldn't just cover over death. Right. We shouldn't just hide it. We shouldn't, you know, be afraid of talking about it. Uh, like, do you use the words, like, is there something with, like, people passed away versus people died? Yeah, no, I think we try to sanitize it. Is that, That's sometimes good, yeah? I mean, I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we. I think everybody knows what we mean when you say that. Oh, somebody, somebody passed, passed away. away. Yeah. But we also we can over. I don't know. Over. Uh, we can sanitize it. Over sentimentalize it. Um, it but uh, I think let's not be afraid to say they died. They're dead. They're dead. Cool. Now you don't say it like, oh, they're dead. Like, like you don't. You, know, you, you don't want to be insensitive about it. But it's what happened. You know, I think so often in just in our culture today, we 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 don't use the right words to describe what we're trying to describe. Um, this person was alive, and now they're dead. And well, what's our fear then? What's uh, it, I mean, I you know, I mean, you ask ask everybody what's your what's their biggest fear? And they're people are afraid of public speaking, snakes. I hate clowns. <laughs> and 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 death. People are afraid of death. Why would you be afraid of death? Well, like, because there's the, so much. There's the joy a, of heaven is in front of you. There's uncertainty, right? But but is but you know but is it? Yeah, St. Paul's like, hey, ah, I wish I wasn't here with you all anymore, but I'm kind of stuck here. I'd rather be in the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you have this, if you have a, a high view of heaven, and and you and heaven is something to look forward to. Uh, if you're a person of faith, then then there is something to look forward to. But if you're not. Well, then what is death? Death is taking me out of this life. And this, if this is the only life I get, then I never want it to end. Because after this life ends, then I'm going to be nothing. Christians have a different view. Is it then? Is it like are preachers afraid to preach on death? I think so. Is it because like some. is that where the celebration of life came from? Uh, I don't. I don't know its origin, but but I do. I mean, I think there's a tendency to kind of want to canonize a person. As soon as they're dead, um, and not oh, not, yes. and it's not that at a funeral you stand up and talk about this person's faults, but at a funeral you do stand up and pray for the person. You pray for th- that this person's sins would be taken away, and that they would be as the as the commemorate at the commendation says that they would be welcomed into the gates of paradise. So, long story short, month of November we we pray we pray for the dead. Those who have died recently, those who have died long ago, we pray for the souls in purgatory. Maybe we'll do a show on purgatory sometime. Did we already do a show on purgatory? Uh, maybe. It's been a while. I don't remember. But anyway, we've made a thousand of these episodes. We want you to uh, to pray for us, even though we're still living. <laughs> but then after we're dead, please pray for us even more. Yeah, it's that line from St. Paul. He says, you know, pray, praying for each other is so important because it's that living, breathing organism that is the body of Christ the church. And so we, yeah, we, I think you're absolutely 100% right. Pray for us because 
I just sometimes I have no idea what I'm doing. Well, and when you come to the Mass, in the Catholic Mass, listen, listen closely. We are praying for the dead all over the place. In the prayers of the faithful, Lord, hear our prayer. In the Eucharistic prayer, all over the place. I mean, at every Mass, literally every Mass, we're praying for the souls who have gone before us. And the living. Who have died. And for the living, too. Yeah, of course, of course. But I think sometimes we think we can only pray for people who are living. And that and the, the theology of the Catholic Church, which is good and true and right, says says otherwise. Well, when do I stop? To be, when do I stop? Be like, okay, I think my granny is when they're in canonized. When they're canonized, <laughs> and then you stop praying for grandma and you start asking grandma to pray for you. You know, you know which saint was canonized twice? Tell me. Guess. Saint Ignatius of Loyola. Really? Yeah, he was canonized twice. First time he was hit in the shin with a cannonball, and the second time he was made ah, a saint. Ah, that's ah, funny. Yeah. Saint canon humor. Oh, oh dear. No. All right, that's all the time that we have. That's Thank it? you for listening. Like we're getting warmed Pray up. Pray for us. Send us some money uh, to Pray support for us. to support this uh, this podcast and to keep it going. Uh, and we just hope everybody has a great uh, Thanksgiving coming up and uh, great, a great November. Pray for us. Yeah.